We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also, God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge-watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 71 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about a couple Valentine's Day specials. You've probably seen them. If you haven't, um, you should probably watch them. At least one of them. At least one of them. They're very entertaining. They're not for everybody. But I feel like if you listen to this podcast enough... um, and appreciate any of the things that we watch then you'll probably like at least one of these if not both there's there's quite a bit of uh like crossover between the two of them like people involved that is true there are there are multiple people involved in both of them and the humor i'd argue kind of crosses over as well yeah a tiny bit ridiculous shit yeah Yeah. it's all it's all just a bunch of really weird stuff happening in both I, I have not mentioned what both are. I'm going to let somebody else do that. I feel like I talk a lot on this podcast. You didn't want it to come out of your big mouth? I didn't want it to come out of my big mouth. Well, do you want to start with that one? Because one of us hasn't seen it. Yeah, Scott. So I, we'll start I, with I, this one and get it out of the way. Might as I well. feel like it's not that big of a surprise since I still haven't watched the second season of Big Mouth. If that's you wouldn't even I even. was unaware that you hadn't watched the second season. Yeah, I thought you had. That won't necessarily be missing out on anything if you watch this and don't watch the second season i don't think yeah there's like one character you see that wasn't in the first season that's fair and that's it that kind of takes away my only excuse for not watching it because that's that's all i had there's no other good reason that besides i just wasn't feeling it (laughs) it's like 45 minutes it's easy to watch yeah i mean it's hilarious no excuse. It is, I have it is zero excuse. I just didn't. It's just well, I. What I found with it is it's really fast, fast paced. It's like they tried to fit all their recurring characters into it, and as many references as possible, while still having some semblance of a plot. That does sound like a Netflix special in general. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, <laughs> that's fair. They just try to try to be as relevant as possible with a semblance of a plot. And let me tell you, they nailed it once again. Obviously, obviously. They have a catchy song. Well, oh, got both of the songs. A couple stupid references. Well, two out of three of the songs. I'm not going to count the third one because that's technically the theme song. Right. I forgot that they uh, that they reused the theme song. But what's what's your number one takeaway from this, Craig? Um, Other than the fact that Andrew is just like his dad, apparently. Yes, yes, he is. We all feel that from day to day. Sometimes I, I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely said some things recently where I've been like, "Shit, that's what my dad would say." Nope, no, I have no. Only when I get a little bit of road rage, to be honest, that I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck." All right, so I'm the only one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm more like my uncle. Does that count? That does count. I'll 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 qualify that. It's a it's an older man in my life. In your life, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's better ways to word that. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Especially when he's your uncle. Like you're just uh, checking all of the boxes, man. 
Um, biggest takeaway from this. Well, it's been a few days since I watched it, so I'm not going to lie when I say that. Not everything's fresh in your mind. Yeah, no, I'm not really remembering it. The jokes that jump out at me. Oh, like the fur. The only joke I can think of clearly is the one where Maury's got the the furry dick and it looks like it's covered in. uh, The herpes? Yeah, it looks like (laughs) it's covered in hearts, but it's. But it's it's got herpes. That's the only thing that's that's fresh in my mind at this point. Well, the other thing that should be fresh in your mind is that Lola's fucking crazy, but well, that's just a given. Obviously. That's just a given. Obviously. I was I was psyched she to see that Matthew drama. got some got some solid screen time this this it, go around. It really felt like a, a like a Matthew episode uh, almost. Yes, it did. And I'm fine with that. I Matthew think, has been an underutilized character. I think after the second season, there were people that were kind of clamoring for some more Matthew. Shit! After the first season, after they Fair. he has his He's after really, he has his closet conversation with An or with Andrew, and what's that? The third episode he, where Andrew thinks thinks he's gay. Yeah. After that, I was like, no, I, I could definitely see some more of this guy. Just, even if it's just the, also, bye, <laughs> just the way he talks. He, I, at least, I, it seemed like he got more time in the second season, which kind of flushed him out, which yeah. would make it so that people would want more attention paid to him. So it made sense that they would do a, an episode with him. And he's got a beautiful singing voice. Yes, he does. Can't can't disappoint that. I really hated the Devin and Devon angle that they put on this. There was no need for it to be there. It didn't better the story this at all. What I was saying started... about them putting in as many references as possible, yeah. while still having a semblance of a plot. Like it, if if anything, the only attachment to the real world I can see from that is just that there's a lot of people out there who kind of use valentine's day as a stepping stone to be like oh my boyfriend loves me more than anyone else and they really lean heavily on that i want you to do something weird for me you know something what she say she wants them to devastate her yes. or something just rock her world with something ridiculous so you know he, he gets her the you know the chocolates life is life is good and she says no and then he gets her a rescue puppy she's like what you know i've I, all i get is a secondhand puppy Oh, that's so he cool. so he has yeah so he has to keep the dog and he ends up proposing in middle school. That's that's I was go-to. just like, wait, this, is, this has gone so far. <laughs> yeah, he ends up proposing. That's the only way to devastate her. And then Lola makes a, a funny joke where she's like, "Always the child, <laughs> the child bridesmaid, and never the child bride." I forgot about that joke. That might actually be my favorite. Because Lola sneaks in with the random, the random saying, and it's her voice. She says it uh, well, obviously, but she says tw- twice how much she likes drama too. Yeah, because I feed off drama. <laughs> and it's just the way that Nick does the voice. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. But uh, no, like the dev, like I said, the Devin and the Devon thing. Like I was just like, I know a lot of people who are like, oh. I need one day a year where my boyfriend needs to show me he loves me, and then they go fucking nuts. And it's like, it's just my opinion, but there's too many people like that. <laughs> this isn't the the opinion of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast necessarily. No, I suck. There's, there's too many. There's people. way gonna, too many people out there. Good old Forgot to Grow Up stamp on that one. Yep, there <laughs> there's way, way too, too many people out there who need, like use one day of the year to try to be like my boyfriend's better than yours. He may be sliding into everyone else's, you know 
messages throughout the rest of the year trying to get his dick wet. But this one day a year, he's better than everyone because he bought me flowers and a box of chocolates and told me he loved me. Like, why can't you do that shit any day? Why do you need one day a year to try to upstage a bunch of other people? Why can't you just fucking be happy? I, I'll take partial blame. It is my like profession's fault. It's marketing's fault. It's all marketing. <laughs> I have no problem with the people who go out and they do the stuff. Yeah. You know, if you want to go out to dinner, you want to buy her chocolates and flowers, tell her you love her, do your thing. You know, I'm one of those saps too. Like, I, I told an ex-girlfriend I loved her for the first time on Valentine's Day. Craig and I talked about this the other day. I'm that sap. However, so it does it doesn't have to be like a well now it's a public knowledge thing for me. But it doesn't have to. This is like four years later, but it doesn't have to be uh, an Instagram Valentine's Day, a Gramentine's Day, Valengrams Day, Valengrams Day. We found it. So much better. Hashtag Valengrams Day. It doesn't have to be one of those. It could just be, uh, oh, thank you for the flowers, dear. Let's go bone and maybe have some dinner. Life is life is amazing right now. This is a great Valentine's Day. It doesn't have to be yeah, Valentine's Day, which is the way it's evol- evolved to. Like, think, how many people do you know who go nuts for stupid little shit because the bar has been set so low and it's just, oh my goodness, I gotta do this on Valentine's Day. He needs to do this for me. Maybe it's just me. I just don't have patience for it. Like, no, I, I don't even children. I just, like, I've kind of given up on people learning self actualization. Is that how you say it? Is that, that the right sounds word? That's correct. That sounds so You know what I mean? Like, right. being like, being able to just be happy with themselves without needing exterior, you know, like, what's it called? Um, validation. Like approval? Validation. Or prussion, yeah, yeah. yeah. Validation. That's a good one. Yeah, like I know a lot of people. I could I could name a few right now that I'm not going yeah, to. Thank, let's please who, let's not for yeah, Craig's sake and editing. Who, like <laughs> <laughs> who I know damn well, they're the kind of people, both both male and female, who are like, I'm going to post this, and then three days later, if they haven't broken a hundred and something likes, they take it down because it's not worth damn, their time. Calling people out, <laughs> like I'm calling them out. Okay, you guys just need to be happy. That's what life is about. Be happy. Don't need one day a year to be like, mm, I'm super happy today. Just be happy every fucking day. Or don't. Just look in. The, you're alive. Be happy. Or, or, or don't. But doesn't, don't fucking tell me about it. Don't post about it. It doesn't have to be perfect all the time. Yeah, I opt for depression, but you don't see me bitching about it on social media. That's it. You text me about it. Exactly. We bitch about life, and then... We just go. We go make a podcast about TV shows that somehow bring us out of the TV show and into how pissed off the real world makes us, which is basically what TV does anyway. It's all circle. TV's just supposed to be a distraction, but it makes us angry. Yeah, pretty much. It it fuels the fire. We didn't start the fire. Just about to make that joke. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But we sure as shit threw a couple things on top of it to keep it burning. A little bit of beer. A little bit of beer. That wouldn't keep it burning. I was gonna just. I Anyways, was just gonna ask though. Like, does beer have a high enough alcohol content for no, it to like, really I do anything? I don't think so. It depends on how it comes out. Entirely water. <laughs> okay, I thought so. Speaking of ridiculous things, they di- I don't think they had enough Coach Steve in this episode. Coach Steve and his weird 
pharmacy Re- girlfriend was the- Reese's Wertherspoons, <laughs> which is a fan a fantastic name. Such- She's made up of Reese's Werther's spoons and just a bunch of other a stuff they found heart, at the at, one of those chocolate hearts. And, yeah, yeah, at talks from Walgreens. Yeah, it's just just that's and that's did I did I gather correctly that he works there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he. Wow. I forget what his title well, was. Well, because he got fired. But he, yeah, because he got fired. Yes, but he was like, I'm no longer Coach Steve. I'm was it Coach Steve of Walgreens or something like that? Like he just adds it to his name. And he's he has just as weird of a character arc in this as anything else. It just wasn't enough. I didn't see him enough. He just kind of popped up here and there. Yeah, it's almost like they had to make a switch. Like less Matthew, more Coach Steve, which doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. No, give me both. There just wasn't like, a whole lot of it, anybody. It no. It felt like it, it was like they took a ten episode season and compressed it into forty five minutes. Yeah, so really. Actually, to, now that you think about they it, they had yeah. to get all of the references in that they wanted to get in and the storyline, and do it in forty five instead of in uh, five hours. That yeah yeah that sounds about right. Although even five hours isn't enough, give me ten hours. I need I need thirty episodes a season. Forty-five. Let's go. Let's go for broke. Thirty hour-long episodes per season. Go for broke, my dudes. Jay's arc was just as weird as usual. It's and well, he's hit a point now where I think I don't even need him as a character anymore. Like Jason Mansukis entertains the fuck out of me, but I feel like his whole arc at this point is just busting nuts and grabbing butts. Yeah. That's been his point the entire that, time, though. Yeah, but he the first season he had some magic thrown in there too. Yeah, well, he's, and a little he's bit of romance with with Jesse. That's true. I'm fucking forty. They showed the the ladybug a surprisingly amount a surprising amount too, but they really just used him for like jokes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if he's, if everybody just ate a little more pussy, the world would be a happier place. It's like the uh, like using a policeman and a, a Monty Python sketch. Same idea. Couldn't find That's a really true. good punctuation <laughs> for this scene, so we'll just add the ladybug in and then switch to the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what they did, and it worked. Yeah, well, I mean, makes for a smoother transition because it doesn't have to make sense because it's big mouth. No. You know who I just realized wasn't in this at all, though? Jesse's dad. No. Greg was not no. in this. Greg was not. Th- Greg! Greg was referenced, but yeah. Greg was not... Uh, was not in it. Maybe he was just so bummed that he went to visit the rest of his lemon family. <laughs> or maybe he fell in love with a purple. He might have fallen in love with a purple. Who knows? He may not be able to read, but he can't I read sh- a room. <laughs> he can't read a room either. Should... Nope. Poor Greg. Anyway, all that I covered all my points. That's, Did I mention that the musical numbers were spectacular? The musical numbers are always spectacular. Although it felt like they were with the first one, because I can't remember what the second song was. The the first one was catchy as all shit. The first one the, felt the, like the, um, oh, what's that song? The one they do at the at the bat mitzvah. Life is That's a fucked up mess. Yeah. Life is a fucked up mess. Whoa, it's a shit show. Oh, power chug. Oh, yeah. Power chug. I'm just tired of drinking the tea. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I wasn't expecting you to cut back to me so quickly. (laughs) You expected me to sing the rest of the song? No, I just expected you to say something else. Oh, I didn't know what you were going with it. I was just saying (laughs) it it sounded the same. 
Just an entertaining, catchy song. Yeah. I like that for sounded... that song. It it changed like tunes at some point too. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like the same thing for the whole like and then it gets to the end and you know, we just gotta make it through this day of the year or something like that. And I was like, Ooh, change of pace. I like it. But I also really liked the number two song, like I mentioned, which was the uh, Jesse and Matthew singing at the restaurant. Right. Having their, you know, their, their, they can't be together, but the they're real good date. friends. Yeah. Platonic soulmates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know what that's like. You know what that's like. Mm. I'm going to take that grunt back. <laughs> yeah. That makes things slightly that, that, less platonic. That's a little less platonic. Yeah. I take it back. Well, it is a Valentine's Day episode. Just let it be. It be a can be a little more yeah but uh craig did you watch the uh the big sexy valentine's day special i have not watched it this year at all oh, i did on, not man. we talked i didn't this. have time you had a week i <laughs> i watched you had, other, a, you had an extra day you had eight days I to figure this other out other things <laughs> that's fair well scott i know you watched it i did i actually watched it today because i was lucky enough to work from home because of the blizzard so I want you to hit me with your thoughts on it. Because this is the first time you watched it. Do you know it. how to do the Cupid Shuffle now? I, yeah, it's a lot of lefts. <laughs> left, left, I'm not left, left, yeah. left, 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 left. Oh, yeah. Man. And that's how you do the Cupid Shuffle, man. That's one of the better bits, too. <laughs> that, the key change. Because it's going to be a key change, baby. Motherfucker's getting creamy. Ugh. I could have I could have done without the VR segment, but yeah, that part was yeah. That I kind funny. of I just, although I, I realized watching it today, to <laughs> the uh, the woman in it, the blonde, I recognize her from How I Met Your Mother. She's the oh, wedding planner who won't take the jacket from. off. Okay. Yeah, just because I watched that episode of Himium recently, I recognized her. I was Himium. like, that bitch looks familiar. Himium. What else did you think, Scott? What what were your your top three bits of this one? Okay, so well, my I don't know about bits. I'm not really great at picking up the bits. My favorite part, at least, was the fact that all the like just you know classic songs that he um, covered. I, is that the, I guess uh, you know what I okay, mean? Like, yep. So like, I wish some of those were longer. I don't like that a couple of them were interrupted by the bits, but I kind of got it. Like you know what I mean? I I was down for more of a Michael Bolton concert, I think, as opposed to the Lonely Island guy. Is that what you expected? You went into it this at going a weird in. angle. Interesting. No, 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 no. I knew what it like. I knew what to expect. Like I was expecting this. I just each time he started singing, I was just. I started getting into it, and then it was you done. You wanted to finish the song. Exactly. That's all I want. Or give me, like, one more verse. Because he, he did, like, okay. one verse from each of the songs, right? Or, and, like, part of a Yeah, other than and, his songs, yeah. Exactly, right? So it's just, like, I kind of got it. And, like, my problem also was I've actually heard him sing all those songs before because I've listened to the album that came yeah. out, I guess, at the exact same yeah. time as this. And so yeah. I was just... I wanted more, just a little bit more of a scene because he's great, and that's, that's why right. I love him. Gave you him. just enough of a tease. Well, yeah. that's probably why I did to sell the album. It's true. It's so true. Because now I'm gonna go listen to it tomorrow at work. Because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I need to you listen to it, it again. Uh, but yeah, no. Overall, I liked it. Um, the Kenny G bit was kind of interesting. The exactly. that, was, that was one of my that was one of my favorite it was bits. Really good. <laughs> no, I liked it. I just you know I'm I'm not saying I loved it, but I liked it. It was funny. It's one of like Andy, Andy Samberg, Samberg right? did a surprisingly yeah. entertaining Kenny G. Exactly. So like and and then, 
oh, Kim God, G as the janitor. As the janitor? just the better part. Assholes. Because <laughs> you had Kim yeah, G. There's cat blood. That, that was there before. The cat blood was there before? Yeah, but I also like that uh, Michael Bolton is very gun-friendly, apparently. He just whips yeah. out the pistol like R- right three o- times. Right off the bat when he picks it up, so you want me to kill the elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a gun i did not see that coming and i liked it. i just loved that i was like oh yeah okay yeah someone calls him even on it for like why do you why do you have a gun but, well then he whips it out later yeah. again with the uh the kenny g battle yeah then he throws Challenge it you to a duel yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh, i feel like michael bolton is just a really chill dude like i feel like he'd be like one of those guys you can sit down just have a cup of coffee with hang out for like four hours and he'd be like okay i gotta go and he'd just leave Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like he would just be, like, the super chill, just going through the motions kind of guy. You have to definitely have a sense of humor to do one of these types of specials because it's just, it does take a little bit, like, especially with him turning into Boltron and growing back his hair. Yeah. That, just that. <laughs> and, that his, and his Canadian tuxedo. Exactly, right? So he's just, like, he has no Holy problem shit. poking fun at himself a little bit. He's very self-aware in that aspects so i really enjoyed that about him like that's what i liked about his bits that he's done with lonely island before so this was yeah this was a pleasant like uh movie and i'm glad it was only an hour to be honest because it did any any longer it would have been a stretch any shorter and it you know it wouldn't have been as entertaining i could have taken a couple of the bits out to be honest i didn't need that one twin one yeah i didn't get it i thought it was gonna have more to it than it did and i was like hmm like the, there was a few characters in some of the bits that did that I didn't like, like the uh, the cake one where they're tasting the cake. I didn't like Chef Roy. Right. Yeah. I didn't like. I liked the bit, you know, especially with Daryl being a creepy motherfucker. Yeah, I like being, and everyone just like, going with the, what the chef's yeah. saying. It's like, oh, it's like wait. Mm, she's thinking, mm, there goes my diet. Oh, ha ha ha. And Daryl's thinking, I'd rather be Jack in it. <laughs> Daryl, that's inappropriate. Michael's saying, I didn't sign off for this. I really didn't. <laughs> like, I, I I liked that bit. It was just Chef Roy annoying Yeah, me. his delivery was like a that. slight bit off, I felt. Like, it didn't feel... Yeah. I felt like he was a little too in the middle between, like, trying to be serious slash trying to be, like, give yeah, a wink. Trying to sell, yeah, yeah, trying to sell the punchline. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, mm, let's... You, could, you gotta commit to one or the other, not go down the middle for certain characters and i thought yeah now i know what you mean i he could have been somebody else <laughs> i i did like the bits where michael bolton was just kind of you know seemingly indifferent about what was happening like when they had uh um i was about to say alicia silver <laughs> silverstone that's not it uh sarah silverman and uh oh, what's his name i can't remember his name her husband on the show anyways yeah. where they're singing the song together and it just gets real disgusting about the pubes yeah i literally i skipped past that scene because i was like did you yeah no i I, it started and i was like i don't even i don't care it's it's not a necessary bit but like three quarters of the way through michael bolton's like leave me out of this (laughs) yeah it's misty and blair randall park misty and blair that's what it is that's what it was yeah the guy who plays kim kim jong-un yes in uh that movie the interview i think that was called it the interview i think so yeah, anyway, anyways, that's not important. We're talking Michael Bolton right now. Boltron. Boltron, yeah. Holy shit, it's peak 90s Bolton. <laughs> like, and a few really nice twists in there that, you know, did, 
didn't really need to happen, but somehow it, it worked with the story. Like his girlfriend bring, being pregnant. That whole bit where like it breaks his heart because she's like, oh, I didn't know how better to word that. Yeah. Oh, I'm pregnant clearly wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. It was clearly a breakup text. Yeah. I and when I when he got that one, I knew it was literally to lead into him doing a couple yeah. Lonely Heart songs, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm cool with this. Uh, yeah, like the "How am I supposed to live without you?" Yeah. singing out the window. That was probably the, the best part of the sh- the thing I for me. because I love Michael Bolton. Yeah, that's a great one. He's come a long way from being the album cover in Snow Dogs that talks to Cuba Gooding Jr. while he's in his like fever dream. <laughs> Fun fact, that movie is what Such got me into Michael dive. Bolton in wow, the first place. Wow, okay, that's, that's interesting. Interesting. For me, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. for me and a lot of our generation, it was definitely the Jack Sparrow video. <laughs> no, I got into it with Snow Dogs because I saw the, the Time, Love, and Tenderness uh, cover there, and I was like, that looks familiar. And then I went through my parents' CDs, and I don't know whose it was. My money's on my dad, but one of them had the CD. And I was like, cool. And that's what got me into nice. Michael Bolton. What got you into Michael Bolton, Craig? Um, I was only kind of barely aware of him until I watched the special, to be completely honest. Hot damn. That's yep. interesting. Okay. Because I feel like you two are definitely more, have a bigger music knowledge than me. So I, was, I found that kind of interesting. Like, I knew who he was, but I wasn't like. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, I didn't know who uh, he was well, at then all. I it would <laughs> before. Have been... The radio or something yeah fair enough like i couldn't I heard, have told I heard you his music and before that jack sparrow song <laughs> uh, i heard his music and i said how am i supposed to live without you that was corny as fuck it was moving on yeah, i was <laughs> trying to think of so, like another one that now we, back this is where we need a key change i had nothing <laughs> nail that key change nail this key change i'm gonna ask you guys a question sure. yeah do you guys think that, what's his name, Fred Armisen? I love Fred Armisen. Does he not look super creepy to you guys? Uh, I love Fred Armisen. Everything I see in him, and he just, he just, I love Fred he just seems like a creepy dude. He is so me out weird. Like, this, this chocolatier, that, that, that skit was probably one of my least favorites yeah. in this. It, it added nothing except for at the end where Michael Bolton gets to say, why did I, why did I even go there? <laughs> he didn't cut to me at all. <laughs> This, that was the best part of that whole bit. But I like him in Big Mouth. I like that he's the creepy dad. And then I got, I was entertained by him in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine in his, like, two-episode appearances where he plays Malipnos. Yes. M. L. Clay. Did you say Clay? <laughs> and that's it. Those are, like... The only things that <laughs> that I can tolerate. He just he just seems super weird and he creepy. He has a um, it's his face. I think he has a comedy special too. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's the was a comedy for drummers or something yeah, like that. And he sits and plays the drums the entire time. Yeah, yeah. That one didn't do it for me. He just. I think I don't know. Maybe I saw a, a, a SNL sketch with him back in the day, and I was like, he's a weird dude. He's in SNL. He was in Anchorman, Portlandia. Is he the lead guy in Portland? What was he an anchor man? Give me a second. Actor. He's an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, love that show. But that's mainly just because I I love her. Saturday Night Live for 229 episodes. You wear his glasses, right? 
Yeah. Like the thick ones. Okay, I think I know who you're talking yeah, yeah. about and who you've been talking about. Like that's who I've had in my mind. It just it took to like Portlandia yeah. before I was like, Yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah. If he's the lead from Portlandia, that is. He is, he oh, is, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Um he was in Zoolander two. Who was he in Zoolander two? He was VIP. So just a back background character, I think. Yeah, he was probably standing know. behind one of the fashion. You said Zoolander 2, right? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He plays, he plays, people. um, oh, was it a kid or something like that? He was one character on Crawl Show. Trying to find the, uh, part. I'm pretty sure he played the, like, VIP was a kid in, in uh, Zoolander 2. I remember him being on, like, a small body. That makes sense. <laughs> Anchorman, he was Tino. I was in the Lego Ninjago movie as Cole. I feel like he does a lot of, well, I would imagine he does a decent amount of voice acting. He seems like that type. Yeah, he's on, um... (gasps) Oh, no, no, no. You know who he was in in Zoolander 2? He was the kid who kind of, like, took him around. He had the tablet. His name wasn't VIP. It was VIP. VIP, that's why. But it's... It was, was, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, he was the super weird kid. That they brought they brought into like the the super sketchy room with both of them. That makes sense. That's who it was. That describes all of that movie. You remember so much more Great of that movie, movie than I remember. <laughs> the super sketchy. Well, that that was that was my best Valentine's Day so far. Was seeing right, that movie. I forgot that we did that. What are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Swimsuit model. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. My condolences. <laughs> no, here. For buoyancy. <laughs> that was a spectacular movie. Like, scenes with her are the only parts I actually remember. The rest of that movie? Not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there's more to that than. Justin Bieber getting shot 422 times. Justin Bieber dying. Sting? Yeah. Is it, is it true that you have sex for 13 hours? I have a question to ask you. <laughs> Fifteen. Not, a, not, not, if, you're, not if you're his father. <laughs> or, or the, that's that's the one where they're. I'm tr- I, I have a hard time remembering where the two movies, like yeah, where they separate. That's well, the, the that's after when when um when Hansel's got the the scar on his face. And yeah. Like, it's oh, hideous. it's disgusting. Cover it up, it's hideous. <laughs> and and they're uh, they're doing the thing where they're throwing, the, where, where they're throwing the stuff at Derek. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, to try to to try to do the uh, the blue steel again yeah, to stop or, it. Yeah, yeah. Just or Magnum. That's what it was. Hits was Magnum. Him in the face. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, that movie was so good. He's still so hot right now. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's who Fred Armisen was. <laughs> 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 That's we brought that back. Fred Armisen yeah. was in both the shows we talked about today. He was in all three. Yeah, he was in the three things we've the talked things about. We've talk- so I forgot about today. Zoolander two being yeah. the Valentine's the, Day thing. Yeah, the Valentine's Day. That was our the the best Valentine's date I've ever been it on. It was pretty good. It was spectacular. What are you talking about? You're, you're right. <laughs> it was the best so far. There we I go. was gonna say you should, both should definitely put that on at the end there. Just for the record, the it is it is Wednesday, February thirteenth. For any for any just people well, listening, in particular Kent, of the you know 
Kendall and I have we're we're not doing Valentine's Day at least this year. We celebrated Eleventine's Day, which was just doing our shit on the eleventh because that's when I saw her. And eleven kind of worked with Valentine. It almost rhymes, not reminds. Exactly. If it had been the tenth, it would have been better because it would have been Valentine's Day. But life doesn't always work out perfectly. I feel like you could have made it work for almost any day of the week, though. You're clever like that. Valentuesday? Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Valentursday? Muntines Day? No. Nope. No. Nope. Almost got there. <laughs> Valentine's Day? No. Nope. Valentine's Day? That would, that would be pretty cool. You just bring her fries. <laughs> Problem solved. Sweep. Here you go. You're my sweet potato. Moving on, what did you guys watch this week? Who wants to take it first? Uh, well, mine's fairly light, so I'll start it off. So I watched a little bunch of comedy specials again because I just need something to watch while I was cooking. Uh, so I rewatched all the John Mulaney. Um, Excellent choice. Yeah, which... Do that a couple more times, you'll be able to quote with us. Yeah, it's a fucking power move, my friend. I'm getting there. It's I'm getting there. My brother was started it, and then I was he was watching the um, well, he was watching the one with the uh, so the newest one with the uh, horse bit, the horse in the yes. hospital bit. Okay, yeah. And I was just I just <laughs> ended up standing in his room watching it for like five. I, I the whole wish bit. you would. <laughs> I wish you would, because I'm a horse and I'm fucking crazy. God can't hear you. Yeah. Is the <laughs> but the hospital was inefficient. <laughs> There's a horse loose, loose in, in, the, the in the hospital. <laughs> the worst days are the days where you don't you, know, you don't hear anything from, and then you see the. He knows how to use an elevator. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that, you dumb fucking horse. Uh, yeah. That's probably one of the be- like the most well written comedy bits i just oh i love i've ever heard because everyone knows what he's saying but he's not actually coming out on a side yeah he doesn't officially pitch you know which way he leans yeah which i really like about i like the ambiguous ambiguity because the closest thing he does to political stuff is when he talks about uh about bill clinton yeah but that's that's because he he was a dying child who needed to meet him. He did mu- needs to meet the president. <laughs> yeah, this boy needs to meet the next president of the United States. Kind of implying that I was done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was really enjoyable. My brother ended up watching them all too, as well. So I think we've all been a good influence on that. Uh, I also watched the new Ray Romano one, which I. I enjoyed because he's funny. He is quite funny. He is. He, he is. really is. I liked it. Like I felt like a couple times I could see he's... him remembering stuff, but that's fine. That's you know that's just lack of editing and something. But it wasn't it also. Too I, I watched. I watched it as well, and the only thing I could say about it is just he kind of flops from one joke to the next. Yeah, there's no really like. But I think that's because he's been out of the game for so. That's long. kind yeah. of like his he's, style he's gonna have too. rust. That's what I was thinking too. Like it's that's also like a little bit more of a '90s style too. Like a little bit more like yeah, like I have a bunch of re- jokes that you tell as opposed to flowing a couple stories that kind of yeah. connect in different ways. Well, re- recently they added all the uh, the Tim Allen stuff to Netflix yeah. as well, yeah. and I watched a couple of those, I and tried. I remember laughing my ass off when I was a teenager, <laughs> and now I'm kind of like, oh, every joke is the same. Yep, yep. 
he's got okay. his own, he's got a formula. Yeah. Which takes me to a whole different issue I've I've had with Tim Allen lately, and it's not even him. It's just that they recast his daughter on the show. Wait again. No, different daughter. Different show. <laughs> same no, show. <laughs> same show. Okay. Last Man Standing. They recast Mandy, the middle daughter, so and she was my she was like no. my top. She was my top three favorite things about that show. So, so they're down to one recast. of the original daughters. Yeah. What'd you say, Scott? They're down to one of the original daughters. Is what you're saying. Yeah. That's and she's she's one of the other like top three favorite things about this show for me. So like if they. There's only one thing they can recast because Tim Allen's the other part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if they recast her, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Am I am I just gonna watch it for Ed? Like, Maybe yes. I could see that. I would. I'd watch it for the, those two. The answer is yes. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. They t- they took it off and put it on Hulu, so we can't watch it anyways. Uh, Fucking Hulu is so fuck you, Hulu. Stupid. How much stuff is on Hulu that we can't access? Yeah. I think For Hulu, now. and I'm going to be honest, I just immediately think everything they take off is just being watched in Hawaii, because I think Hula <laughs> when I hear Hulu. So I just picture everyone just sitting in Hawaii like, hey, hey, those fucking Canadians, and they watch all the good shit. They're sitting there watching New Girl. They're watching Last Man Standing. They're watching a couple Marvel shows that we don't get. Oh, that's the one that pisses me off the most. <laughs> those selfish fucks. Selfish dicks. Already on second season of these shows, they won't give to Canada. And it's like, oh, fuck yeah. you, assholes. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, at least DC was nice enough to let Netflix fucking premiere some of their shit. Yeah, I'm hoping they do that with the next show. Doom Patrol. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Or if they could just Anyways. give us the DC app, that would work too. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I As also... What else did you watch? I watched one other one, but I can't remember i don't know how to say the guy's name it's uh the guy who i think is from like chicago i think when you took talk sebastian maniscalco thank you that's it you yeah. got it <laughs> yeah so i watched him <laughs> i i wasn't gonna Man, try you, you just took a, a crack at that one the the italian guy right i believe so yes yeah and he just has very what, what's one of his bits Oh, what did I watch? It was something about like he's just a very yelly guy. Like, oh, do you? I liked his um, like at the airport. Like, do you? No, no, not at airport. It was people at a in Vegas who had like a at the the, pool? with the cooler, with the cooler. Yeah, exactly. yeah, the cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do you not have any like self respect or something along those lines? I just like. Aren't that. you embarrassed? <laughs> yeah, aren't you embarrassed? That's it. <laughs> aren't you embarrassed? Like he does that kind of whisper yell what everything exactly. he does. Exactly, and I really enjoyed that. It reminded me a lot of the things I come home and bitch at my brother about. That he's just like, I don't care, Scott. And I'm like, well, this guy understands. He's just funnier about it than I am, apparently. Yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious. He's yeah. got another, He's got two specials on there. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the second one, but I did watch the the, one the more recent one then. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I watched the cooler one. That's all I remember. What 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 was he wearing in that one? Was it a red sweater? I want to say yes. Or a blue leather jacket. It was definitely the sweater. Okay, I think yeah, my that's, brother that's his watched older one. the leather jacket one. That's why I'm having trouble exactly remembering. He's, he, oh. <laughs> His delivery is just hilarious. He's and I, I mentioned it before. I think about a month ago mm-hmm. when I had watched the new one. How just he speaks to me for some reason. There's no reason. I don't come from immigrant parents. Yep. I, like I have really no connection with this guy whatsoever. It's just my worldviews are just like, why, why is this fucking happening? <laughs> yeah. And that's what. And he just he says it. He says the stuff that I'm not legally allowed to say. So I'm like, I'm behind you, Sebastian. You do that, Sebas. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I felt a very similar way. I don't want to agree with everything he says just because I haven't seen all of his stuff yet. I don't, yeah. I don't be liable for that. Um, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I still enjoyed it nonetheless. I plan on watching his other special. I listened to a, I have a podcast downloaded with him right now that I'm going to listen to too. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched the Michael Bolton thing. I started another cooking show. This time I'm watching MasterChef on Crave TV. Um, again, I, I don't know why. I forget that Crave TV exists. I'm so happy. So like every I. once in a while I'll get like heavily into it yeah. and then I'll just like switch to something else. I've been kind of, because I got heavy into it when HBO first got added. So I've taken, okay. I've taken the last month off and, um, but now I'm, tried to get back into it so i was like okay i'll find a cooking show in there i saw gordon ramsay's face and was like that's the one i want i don't even know what's happening so then i found out it was master chef i love gordon ramsay uh but yeah this one's okay it's a lot of i like it this one's another home cook people like it's not professional ones so i kind of like that because i feel like ooh, that means i can connect with it more yeah exactly yeah they're a little bit more they're not as like they don't have the culinary background so it's like they don't have that to draw from even though they're being taught by these by the judges so like gordon ramsay and these two other chefs who i'd never heard of but that happens with most cooking shows yeah. <laughs> i'm not well, deep I'm, enough i'm in kind that. of in the same boat with you on that like i don't want to watch professionals do it like i wouldn't want to watch like i watch professional barbary youtube videos i would never watch like a 45 minute episode of something like that on tv yeah i'm like just fucking go get a haircut <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, I don't want to watch a forty-five minute episode of a guy ch- like tra- changing a transmission of a car. No, I get that. I, d- I don't want to watch forty-five minutes of some guy writing a book. Why? Why would I want to watch forty-five minute episode of a professional chef cooking? Like I'd rather watch someone being like, realistically, this is the shit you're gonna have in your house. You want to make this meal? This is how you fucking do yeah. it. Bill no, the Belching exactly. Gourmet. Very simple stuff that I'm like, I can connect with or things I can learn from, like learning how to cook a steak better just with little simple tips you pick up. And well, just just call me, man. I can talk you through it. Well, that, that like, was just I've, a generic I have example. Mastered, <laughs> I have mastered the inch and a half beef. You didn't get to taste the Alberta beef I oh cooked, but... That's the best meal I'm ever gonna have. That was life, like that was life changing. If, if I was in if I was in Florida and I was on death row for murdering a bunch of women and my name was Joe Bundy. Joe Bundy. <laughs> it's like Joe. <laughs> Call back to last week. You know. You know what? I think uh, just just because it came to mind, I'm gonna recast my. I, I can't remember who we cast as as Joe Bundy, <laughs> but I'm gonna make a proposal to have Joe Mandy be Joe Bundy. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> He's just like oh, fuck. <laughs> This is as good as it gets. Uh, I could picture it. Yeah, that'd be, I could picture that'd be it. really good. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't really have to change many letters from his name. So <laughs> exactly. That works. Joe Mandy is Joe Bundy. Joe Bundy. <laughs> Anyways, if, if I'm dying on, on death row, like, my meal would be that, and it wouldn't be as good because you'd have, it was perfect. You'd have it to, was as good as it gets. You'd have to cook it, was, it in a gas smoker in the Rocky Mountains. In, that that in the steak winter. was was my Helen Hunt. <laughs> you got mail? <laughs> Something like that. That's literally the only movie with her that I could think of off the top of my head. Well, <laughs> I'm what women want, so. There you go. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, That's the, the only other thing I watched that I feel like talking about, to be honest, is the Aladdin trailer. Did you guys see Will Smith as the genie? That's all I remember. Fucking asking. ridiculous. I, I said it before. You can't have an Aladdin movie without Robin Williams. They should have. And all, all it was was, like, blue-faced version of Will Smith. Like, I feel like that's what his whole role I felt he also looked like he was on some creatine, like... Too much creatine for his body to handle. He, he didn't look jacked though. Like he looked, he, he looked, looked like, like a bubble. Do you remember that guy we went to high school with who was all ballooned up all the time? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to name muscles? him. We're not going to name him. No, but, yeah, so you know who I I'm know talking exactly. about. That's why I say though, right? creatine. <laughs> yeah, like that's what he looked like. Michelin man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was my only complaint about it. To be honest, was he the just Pillsbury Poe boy? He looked very weird. Like it's like Will Smith isn't an out of shape guy. Why do you guys have to like turn him into like the Try Rock to, looking yeah. guy or like more like Vin Diesel looking? Because the yeah. Rock's got definition. You didn't yeah. have well, it's, it's CGI, but still, I was just like, mm. yeah. They they went for like the uh, like a Ving Rhames looking kind of thing. Yeah, where he was just like big, but nothing intense. Yeah, which I guess maybe has some like connection to like the actual mythology behind genies, but that was mm-hmm. my only complaint. For like seeing Will Smith's face bubbled up just threw me off a little bit. I didn't bit. like it if, at yeah, all. Yeah, it seemed weird. I was like The <laughs> only reason I will watch this movie is for um I was supposed to say Ariel, not Ariel. For the, um Jasmine. Jasmine, yes. And that's just because she played Kimberly on Power Rangers. Yeah, I knew I recognized her from something like that. That is the like only that. reason I, I, I saw her and I was like, "Fuck yes, you kick ass." If they could do a spin-off, like not spin-off, but like a twist in this movie where Jasmine is just a total fucking badass, that, that's the only thing I, I can say in this movie. Fairly for me certain at this that's point. gonna be a twist. Not twist, but a revamp to her I character. Ho- I hope so, because she plays Disney a really good era, badass. I'm, yeah. That would have, it would actually, have Aladdin be a bumbling fool. It would surprise me if they had her in any way be a damsel in distress. In any any way. She that doesn't look like me. the type. She's not like, supposed to be. I feel she's like, just because she's a princess. Like, <laughs> I think I've based my whole opinion on her as a human being, being around her role in Power Rangers, <laughs> and I stand by it. Like, I feel like if I was like, hey, Dollface, she would just rip my teeth out. She wouldn't punch me and, like, bust my teeth. She would actually just, just choke me them. out and pull my fucking teeth out. And I'm fine with that. I deserved it. If I'm going to look you at will. someone and call them Dollface. I fucking deserve it. Yes. That is a high school Andrew move, and no one needs that. <laughs> No one. <laughs> I love the self-referential. self Craig, finish the word. Referential? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't Calling get it out. out no, high no. school Andrew on the Forgot to Grow That guy fucking sucked, okay? Like, don't even, don't try to defend that piece of shit. I love calling out sucked. our high school selves. It's my favorite He had a four-inch chin strap, okay? <laughs> Nobody needs that. Ah, uh, man. I like that we're self-aware. <laughs> I I know what I was like in retrospect. Don't know why anyone liked me, but it happens. We were all going through things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Life is a fucked up mess. More than one shirtless picture just for my ego. That's like, it was a different Scott then, okay? That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. Different Scott. That's fair. We're different. We grow full beards now. Yep. Life is good. <laughs> it's it's funny because our podcast is called Forgot to Grow Up, but we definitely moved on from high school. <laughs> we matured. Yeah, we we definitely matured. <laughs> yeah, we matured. We just didn't grow up. We still watch. I still fucking watch Power Rangers like once a month. I'm so tempted to start watching Beast Beast Wars again. And I went into Toys R Us the other day, and I told I Scott, I this. almost dropped $300 <laughs> yeah. I saw the on Transformers because <laughs> they were so fucking cool. 
so cool. Like, they were perfect. You had to choose between that and one Lego set for $300. Yeah, I almost I was looking at the uh, the Hogwarts Express, and that, that got me psyched. Like, and then I walked out. I was like, no, I, no, I can't. I have bills to pay. Yeah. I have bills to pay. I can't do this. Mortgage, so I left and I cried a little up. bit. <laughs> I'll be honest, I bought two action figures, but <laughs> Tax they were ten they were ten dollars a peach peach. Ten dollars a piece. And it was Robin and Batgirl and they go they kind of complete my set, so to speak, of the fact that I have the Ben Affleck Batman. And I was like, fuck yeah, these That's guys look awesome. cool. I'll put those with my with my thing. I'm in need of those and then right those now. can go in my office one day. Nice. I like that. I, if you want to fight me on it, fuck you guys. I would fight you for not you, them, not you guys. But not, Thanks, not, man. Not about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> like fair. if there was That's no fair. more Batman figures in the world, I'd be like, mm, we just man, not like, not like for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. For Christmas, my mom got me. A, I showed you the remote control Batmobile. Yes. You don't even know how pumped and then how like deeply divided I was on getting that because I was like, I want to play with it, but it looks cool in the box. <laughs> But it'll look cool on my floor with the remote in my hand. Yeah, That's so I, I, didn't, of all toys. I didn't grow up. I just matured. Yeah, and learned you got to buy two toys. One to keep in the box, one to play with. It's like comics. You buy three. You get one to read. You get one to put away and never look at for collectors. And you get one to sleeve so you can show people. If you're going for three, you might as well you get a four. Or if you do that. Chance. I don't do it. Yeah, I don't I do buy the collections. <laughs> I buy the collections from chapters because I like to read in bulk. Same here. I don't... I, Agreed. I don't understand. Agreed. I don't even understand Bef- where you would get individual issues of a comic that still baffles me. Not in Canada. <laughs> Not in Canada. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. The four stores in all of Canada. <laughs> yeah. Half of them are in Vancouver. Yep. The other two are slightly outside of Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, what did you watch this week? So, we already talked about uh, about the Big Mouth special. Yep. So, I'm going to knock that right off the list. I wrote down that I started something, but I don't remember what that was. I started Pulp Fiction. Oh, nice. And I made it an hour through the movie. Felt like I'd already seen the best scene. And thought was like, oh my god, I've been watching this forever. And then paused it, and it said I had an hour and a half left. And I was like, nope. I'm going to die before I watch the end of this. So I started Pulp Fiction. Have you never I don't seen under- it before? I don't understand why it's a big deal. Okay, so I, did you know that the plot is actually backwards? So the first I, scene you see is actually like chronologically. So like if it's like it's technically the end. yeah. So like time line wise, that's the la- like it goes backwards in a sense. I didn't pay enough attention. So maybe I've I will seen it like it five times. Never knew that. I only learned that in like a video I watched like a month ago. <laughs> it it interesting. Yeah, no, I just wanted to throw that caveat in. If, I or ask if you had known that or not, because I, like, I, I didn't know that. I feel that. like I did know that. <clears throat> I just didn't remember it. That's fair. And so now I'd have to, I might have to actually finish it, force myself to do it one day. See how it began? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> it, right? It's it, it felt like it was all over the place, and so that's actually starting yeah. to make a little bit of sense that way. Um, I watched some Family Guy again recently. Uh, yesterday was a snow day. So yes. I had a lot of downtime um, My between <laughs> trying to hunt stuff down on Netflix and watching Family Guy and playing playing NHL 19. I had a very productive day. <laughs> um, Killed it. Oh, yeah. It was so productive. Um, so I watched some Family Guy. 
Uh, yesterday, I watched this documentary on Netflix called Won't You Be My Neighbor? It's about uh, about Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I heard about that. That was a roller coaster of emotions that I'm very glad I watched by myself. Did you watch Mr. Rogers growing Tears up? Tears happen. I did watch Mr. Okay. Rogers a lot. It's a little bit of sentimental so connection there to that. Was, there was some sentimental, some, some good memories. He's just a great guy. Yeah, no, I've and heard really great things about that, and I just... I remember him as my childhood, but I do not have a connection at all. Like, I remember it was definitely to, on the TV at some point when I was younger. <laughs> I used to watch the show all the time. Right on. So that was that was cool to watch. I liked it. Brought back some good old memories. There are definitely parts where I was like, yeah, I remember watching that. <laughs> uh, what I didn't realize about the show was how flippin' old it was when I watched it. Oh, because, really? Because, yeah, it was... Record- like, I never... as you know six-year-old craig never would have realized that it was like all the episodes were recorded in the 60s the 70s holy shit yeah he didn't do a whole lot of i didn't know that recent stuff yeah no it was like almost all that's all recorded that's super interesting (laughs) yeah and there's a couple things that the documentary gets into too where he's like making political statements with the show and yeah there's a lot of footage of him interacting with kids and just kind of shows how how great of a person he was just all the time so i watched that uh i watched dirty dancing for the first time ever <laughs> i i can't even comment i've never seen it you've never you've never seen it, it I that, that movie it. it's a classic but i have no use for it i i had never seen it i knew do you want sam to do the lift to you some yes please <laughs> i wedding. would love to be lifted yep the i i know now that in order to get that done i'm gonna have to practice it in water <laughs> um is that learned, actually a bit in the movie then it is a bit okay. in the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i learned i learned just make it sure because i'm like i've my movie. memory of it is definitely like family guy parodies of it or it is a much darker movie than i expected it to be oh um there's a whole black market abortion scene yeah. Um, oh, that, that yeah. gets brushed over a lot when people talk about how great that yeah, movie is. <laughs> that movie is like I have I have no complaints because I, I that's did some it. real shit. That's <laughs> I shocked my I, I I'm shocked that I enjoyed it. That's, I'll go with that. Yeah. It it just it's it was it was interesting. The only things I knew about it were that it it was supposed to be really good, and John Mulaney makes a reference to it and that's the reason to check. nobody puts baby in the corner yeah yeah he's the guy that put baby in the corner this yeah. is jerry orbach jerry orbach yes. um this podcast love is spelt with two eyes <laughs> that is the the that comedy bit is the genesis of the hey listen hollywood segment yeah that, pretty much, that's yeah. a little bit of trivia yeah right there yeah god because that was our our first pitch of the commish back and forth to each other was based around okay that's what it was remember we talked about and we couldn't figure out how we yeah that's what it was yeah it was based around john mulaney's pitch of uh of uh whatever the the movie's called let me run through the bit in my head it's it's con one con con is that the bit he's taught like like no he does he does a bit about how like he, uh, th- this bit isn't in it's on not the in, Netflix it's not in the special. Netflix specials. It's gotcha. in his okay. it's in his comedy album. He does a bit about yeah. how Jerry Orbach donated his eyes. Oh. So two New Yorkers have Jerry Orbach's eyes. So he does a pitch for a movie 
where they're going to sell your grandmother's earrings. What? I need it for season tickets. Yeah. So he does a he does a pitch where it's a, it's a romantic comedy about two very very different New Yorkers, and each one, the only thing they have in common is that they've each got one of Jerry Orbach's eyes stuck in their heads, not just to keep. <laughs> I put there by a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, because of his uh, because of his role on is it Law and Order? Law and Order. Where he yeah. makes the snarky uh, snarky comments about things. Watch yourself, McCoy. With the with the bit or with the where he makes he makes the one liners basically yeah. in the show. And so like the culminating scene is that um, they're they're like walking towards the same alley where there's a dead school teacher, and then they look and then they catch eyes and they're like they're both like huh school's out school's out out. and then that's like that's the big part of the whole movie (laughs) yeah it's a really good bit but that's the genesis because they keep they keep crossing each other's paths yeah and they just keep just just when are they gonna meet yeah (laughs) the best uh yeah so that that was a long way to go for a jerry orbach reference but there we are there we are (laughs) (laughs) and that's all i knew about dirty dancing and uh, oh, the other thing I watched. Um, have either of you heard of this movie called Catch and Release? It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. It's a romantic comedy. Surprise. Sounds less Who's familiar. Who's in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer Garner. And ah, oh, what's his name? Oh, the... look it up. I feel like this was her first one after her and Ben Affleck broke up. That's all I maybe know about. 2006. Him, but... Timothy Oliphant. And um, okay, I think that's before. Ah, oh, there's another. There's a comedian. He's really big. Kevin Smith. Okay. But like fat Kevin Smith. Yeah, well, Kevin Smith's only the lost all his weight Smith. last year. Yeah. Did you say the better? Yeah. <laughs> so that. Uh, so I watched that movie. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch that movie by myself. Sam and I watched that movie. Just okay. So we're all clear. I, I would have let it slide either way. Well, well, I didn't. I didn't watch Jeez. it by myself. I honestly wouldn't have chose to watch it by myself. Fair. But fair. it was it was a good movie. The soundtrack is really good in that movie. I'll give it I'll give it that credit. It um, it's about uh, a girl whose fiance dies, and she kind of finds out stuff about him. Well, I don't that sounds. Give, I, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm sounds not gonna like something I will literally never watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, like the whole the 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 main plot point is that uh, is that she finds out that her that he has a kid that he had uh, as part of an affair. Okay. When uh, when he was in LA, it's a whole thing. But then you find out that it's not his kid. There's. He's just like taking care of it. Making up, yeah. He was just taking care of it because he didn't even question it. He oh, because he needed a redemption arc for his. He, he knew he'd make. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So then, like the whole thing all goes back to. Although he still had the affair, but everything like goes back to normal. Oh, that's fair. That's. I assumed because there was no baby, there was no affair, but that does that. That's not the same connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she didn't get pregnant. It didn't happen. Doesn't count. That's not how. That's not how affairs that, work, that, Scott. That, that, no. that was not. The, that was not the whole redemption arc, unfortunately. And that is all I watched this week. Right. So Andrew, oh, hit hit us. My with turn the, with the what we watched. More importantly, I'm going to hit you with the name of that movie that John Mulaney pitched. It's love at first sight. Right, right. That's what it was. This summer, love <laughs> at first sight. Love is spelt with two eyes. Two eyes, yeah. 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 
Anyways, so I went and saw the greatest sequel known to man, the Lego Movie Part Two. So the second part. When I asked you about when I asked you about this, you made it seem like it was not worth it. You said everything is not awesome. It, that's a reference. Oh, okay. From the movie. Oh, okay. So I read that and I was like, oh, well, that's disappointing. No, this it's movie is spectacular. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I will see it at least once more in theaters, whether Kendall wants to go with me or not. Hopefully okay. she doesn't fall asleep this time. Okay. <laughs> um, It'll be a matinee, too. Best movie ever. She fell asleep. <laughs> she had a rough night prior, in her defense. She didn't sleep much. That's fair. I've never fallen asleep at the movie theaters, but fair. <laughs> They co- it costs too much fucking money for me That's to fall what asleep I was thinking. personally. I'm like, I'm but yeah, too cheap to, you know. Away, okay? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, pay other uh, people for my sleep. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you any facts about it, but it Better is a not. really good movie. Really good movie. Although I'm going to I'm gonna hit it with Stephanie Beatrice blows my fucking mind because this is another one where one role she's been in has formulated my entire viewing and my opinion of her. And she is the exact opposite of Rosa on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She is a very bubbly, excited, sweet woman, whereas Rosa is just dark, mysterious, and brooding. That's the whole thing with Rosa is that she's not 100% like that. She just puts on an act. Yeah, yeah. And it just, I've, I've based my whole opinion on her being like a Latina Batman. <laughs> but, uh, and you don't even really hear much of her voice. It's just a nice little arc here near the end. But it's a really good movie. Definitely see it. Scott, maybe I'll wait for date someone with a kid and go see it. Yeah. One date, just That's the trick. go out. Or date Kendall. Don't date Kendall. No, we, no. Don't. Don't. No. That was a test. <laughs> so I watched that. Um, I watched the Ray Romano thing, like you had mentioned, yep. and I enjoyed it. I gave the Gabriel Iglesias One Size Fits All special oh, another shot. Because I was kind of falling asleep the first time I watched it. So I gave it another shot. Mm-hmm. I listened to the entire thing while I was awake. I think I laughed twice. Yeah, it's not great. It was not awesome in the slightest. There was like one bit I liked, I think, which it was some kind of celebrity story he told. The Snoop Dogg one? Maybe. Where him and his son, Frankie, when they go to be on what he thought was a podcast, but it was like a live show with uh, Snoop Dogg, and he got real ripped. Yeah, no, I'm remembering that Snoop Dogg. bit. I don't... Uh, Maybe I'm forgetting I didn't which find bit it was funny. actually good. No, I don't, I'm agreeing that one wasn't good either. I might be misremembering that it was a celebrity-based story that it was funny yeah. because I was watching. Other well, I, he had a couple of he had a couple okay. other thing references, but I can't remember anything off the top of my head because it was not memorable. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. I I used to like him a lot, but again, as I grow older, he, my he, taste when, when he first came out, he was a different flavor of comedy. Yeah, he's also funny. No, he was like time. he was like Kevin Hart, right? Exactly. Kevin Hart, the first couple times you hear me, like ha ha ha, amazing. But then you catch and then the you formula. pick up on what his cadence is yeah. and what his jokes are going to be, and you're like, ah, oh, never mind. You learn the formula. You're not. Maybe. Yeah, you're not like Tom Segura. Do you think DM everyone it. has that? Like all comedy fans have that problem, or are we like? It depends on the comedian. Fair. It depends. On, yeah, for me, it depends on the energy they bring. Yeah, like and if, their if it seems well. Yeah, 
Like George Lopez, I still really f- like him. He all his jokes are the same, but something about the energy he brings keeps me going. Plus, I just love the the George Lopez show. Fucking love that show so much. That's, so he yeah, gets a free pass from me. But uh, Dane Cook, like he was one I really like his early stuff. And then after that, I was like, "How did you get a two-hour comedy special?" But he's he's one of those ones that are funny once. Yeah, Chris Rock. You know, I like some of his early stuff, and then his last special on Netflix. I was like, "Okay, you had some jokes that were pretty funny," but yeah, you've been out of the game for a while. So, Amy Schumer, never. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, Chelsea Handler. <laughs> Really, Fuck off. We really don't talk about that. <laughs> can't believe I can't believe I said her name. <laughs> it's blasphemy on this podcast. Tom Segura, fantastic. The, one of the best. You've redeemed yourself basically. There we go. I start started here, went here, came back in here. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, so I watched the pilot for Life in Pieces because somehow that. I missed that. Like I've I've watched the show start to finish probably four times and I missed the pilot. That's, Every single time. That's weird. It's like, it happened to me a few times in Family Guy, where an episode in the middle of a season, I wouldn't have seen. Where, it's, where you know, it's episode 14, and I'm like, how the fuck did I miss this? Just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably what happened. But I watched that, and it answered a lot of questions for me. It's, uh, it's kind of an important pilot. You yeah, like it has information that comes in like four episodes later. <laughs> Like I, like the the joke about them having to wait six six weeks before you know Jeff and uh, oh Jeff, before Greg and uh, Jen have sex again, and her part lady parts being all destroyed from having a baby. It it all makes sense when you watch the pilot. Yeah. Or you really get a you know a taste of what John's character is because of the pilot. Mm-hmm. You're not just thrown into the deep end. So. I'm glad I finally saw it and it answered questions for me. It didn't change my opinion of the show, but it's still fantastic. It's still fantastic. Um, I watched the the big sexy Valentine's Day special. Obviously, the best Christmas movie ever made. I watched Big Mouth, not just the movie, but I rewatched the whole series as a lead up. Oh, nice. I I watched. I got two more things on my list. I watched The Innocent Man, which yeah. is a docu series. Mm-hmm. That's I, I'm not sure what year it came out in, but it's based around a John Grisham book, his one and only venture outside of fiction, huh. into nonfiction, and it it's about this small town called Ada, in Oklahoma, where they have a couple of murders, that happened, and uh, people ended up in jail who weren't, the murderers, or there's a strong chance they're not, and. I like the way that they did it. I I read the book, like, I guess about two years ago. I read the book, and I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite because I felt confused at parts. Mm -hmm. You know, it was very well-researched, but the angles of it seemed odd. But seeing it in a docuseries, you know, you're able to put things together a little better. Yeah, you're able to visualize the story a little more. And they do a really, really fantastic job of giving you all the information leading you to a spot and then giving you like three different possibilities of what could have gone wrong because it's it's a six-part series 
And after like part one, like they really sell it on. These guys are fucking slime balls. They're disgusting. They deserve to get the death penalty type thing. But then the second episode, they're like, well, these guys suck. But some new DNA evidence came up when they exhumed the body like five years later. Mm -hmm. And it couldn't have been them. And then, like, episode five, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, everything that they used in court as they're, they're testifying was just them getting led on and provoked by the police. And then they omitted that stuff. And then you find out, like, oh, the, you know, the investigating body here had 800 pages worth of information or 600 or whatever. They had a lot of pages of information mm-hmm. pertaining to the case. And they only gave 140-something to the uh, the DA. So it becomes, like, you know, plausible deniability. Oh. Just organized plausible deniability. Wow. And they really lead you to a point where you're like, what went wrong? You know, this guy, and it, for me, anyways, I look at him, I'm like, he, he clearly wasn't the best guy at you know as a teenager. He made a couple of wrong decisions. But this guy's been rotting there in jail for so many years because of something that, in my opinion, he didn't do. And, like, you know, he, he recounts a dream he had, and a very vivid dream of sitting in a truck with a guy who tells him some stuff, and then it skips forward in the dream, and, you know, him and his, you know, two of his buddies, they ended up raping and murdering this girl. Real dark dream. And they're like, yeah, you know, we cut in the dream, we cut her and we stabbed her a bunch of times and we got the knife like this far in. And then his buddy, who is who is actually a little mentally unwell, had this had a similar dream. So they both recount these dreams. And then that that gets used as the evidence that locked them up. But they didn't have a body. It was just them admitting to something in a dream. Well, and then they and then they find the body years later and the woman wasn't wearing the same shirt. That they said she was wearing, you know, or yeah. the the cops had kind of been like, so she was wearing a shirt with a frilly collar and blue sleeves type thing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what she was wearing. That's what she was wearing. Kind of egged on. And then they find the body years later and she's wearing like a red shirt, like short sleeve shirt. And she was shot in the head. Oh. So like I see that and I'm like, oh, fuck, these guys, you know, they they probably didn't do it like they they told them they killed her a totally different way in a totally different outfit like 17 or whatever years ago mm-hmm. and then they find the body and it's totally different than what they said and something some something went you know something went awry yeah. and then they lead you another way like to the cops like maybe they're sleazy maybe they're crooked because they they really don't paint the DA and the lead investigator as good guys oh. like they seem very like you know old the old town like we're the ones who run this town mm. we've got it and they they say right off the bat like the the lead investigator he's retiring once he once he solves this case so to me it's just like okay this guy he wanted to you know to, to finish the yeah, case to solve it, it. yeah and, and right off into the sunset type thing you know seem like a hero and then retire yeah. on the highest of notes so it's it, it definitely doesn't paint a good picture for the police work that was done in ada mm. And it's just, it's a really, really good docuseries. It's only six episodes. It's like 45 minutes an episode. And I really, really enjoyed it. Right on. The other thing I watched was I watched two, like, not this week's, but the last two week's episodes of The Flash. Yes, I'm also caught up on those. 
I am getting so, <laughs> so sick of the women in Barry's life, other than Caitlyn Snow. I knew that was coming. <laughs> and Cecile. I'm going to give Cecile yeah, a pass, too, because I love her. Awesome. But Nora fucking sucks or it's just she's like just a so dumb face, like palm just makes that's every time she like, just does anything i'm like why why do you have to make every decision the opposite of something you've literally said you've learned your lesson about she's around our age yeah but she acts like she's 15 yeah that's that's actually one part that always confuses me so like if her like her presence seems like she's like a teenager, but it seems also like, yeah, no, she's supposed to be an adult who works for the CCPD or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, she's an adult. She's a working adult. Yeah, like, like, she's, she's got to be at least 24, 25. Yeah. Like, she's been doing the job for a while. And As another an part of that is I don't understand how Barry and Iris are like, this is our daughter. Oh my goodness, we love her. Like, they just, they kind of like took her word at yeah, it. Yeah, it's that. And it's they're like, been annoying, yeah. Like, they're like four or five years older than her. <laughs> like, you can't have the mom and dad relationship with someone who, you know, You're... pays the same taxes as you. It's so true. <laughs> like, there's no it, my it house rules where the person can just literally go rent yeah. a room somewhere. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, mom, like, fine, just, whatever. Don't save me 500 uh, bucks a month. <laughs> like, and Iris is just so fucking whiny. Yeah. Oh, my blog isn't everything it could be. Uh, then go fucking do something about it. Stop wasting your time getting in everyone's way on Team Flash. Yeah, no. I, like the episode where they go into Nora's dream or her head by accident trying to get into Grace's yeah. head. I'm like, why the fuck is she even there? Why is Iris even there? Yeah, you know they've ar- they've already said that there's a weird relationship between her and Nora to begin with, which they try to patch what up with good? that episode. All right, oh. yeah, it's very <sighs> they're very clunky characters. It just feels yeah. very like useless. Yeah, they feel like they don't they don't move anything along. They feel like they're MacGuffin Nora... characters. They're just there to like oh once in a while mm. they got to be in danger or you know be the motivation well, or you know we know damn well that Nora is not going to be around next season yeah you know something's going to happen she's either going to you know get rewritten like you know history is going to get rewritten and she's not going to exist or she's going to be you know in a different role in the future or whatever mm-hmm. because the flash doesn't keep his sidekicks around as the main sidekick more than a year yeah <laughs> it has it hasn't happened yet yeah no and Nora sucks awesome so she's going to leave perfect that still leaves Iris. You know, that still fucking leaves me with her for an, at least another season. We talked season. about this. We hope the timeline changes so that it's it's Iris West who disappears, not the Flash. <laughs> if only, if only. Like, uh, and you you were saying like you were willing to give her a pass before. I'm so glad you're at the fuck Iris it's point. Just, she like sucks. She said, like her character growth is like oh I whine about more things. As I'm supposed to be growing, it's like, well, no, you've uh, gone through I, I this feel so like many I times. don't contribute to the team. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Your dad is a police detective. Your husband is the Flash, and he's a CSI. Caitlin Snow's a fucking doctor. Cisco's a brilliant tech dude. Ralph Didney's an amazing fucking private eye. You're a, a you're not even a reporter. You're a blogger, which doesn't require any even training. your daughter, who's useless, runs fast. Like, she has something she brings yeah, to the table. And like, they've tried to make her, like, the team lead a little bit, which... I, I didn't understand that last season either, yeah, season four. It's... I didn't understand why all of a sudden, you know, she's the one who calls the shots. Yeah, just... Why? 
Why? Because we are the Flash. Can, that's why. Can someone not break her neck and then just move on from there? Oh, well, we are the Flash. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate that line so much. Like, what? Yeah. no, he's the. No, you were the Flash before her. Yeah. When she was banging Eddie, you were the Flash. <sighs> yeah, I'm still watching it. Anyways, I'll be- never before not watch I- it. <laughs> No, I'm I'm still watching it. Just it's it's become a point now for Kendall and I to watch it and be like, yeah, Caitlin, you the fucking girl, Ralph, you the man. Why are you with her, Barry? Why, Cisco? Get your head out of your ass right now. Yeah. Come on, son. I love him, but sometimes. He's and then just bitch dense. about like just watch for Iris just to like see what stupid annoying shit she's gonna do. What trouble she gets that is, that, into. That's our Thursday night. That is our date Fair night, enough. is watch The Flash and complain about it. It's a pretty solid date yeah. night. Almost a jurist day. But that, yeah. Flash Thursdays. But that completes my WWWTW list. Right on. In the episode, too, I think. Yes, sirs. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. And if you didn't listen, why are you tuning in now? Yeah, that's a weird yeah. thing. Why would you come all the way to the end just to hear us plug our next episode, which we're not even going to? <laughs> nope. No, that's it. One love, everybody. Bye.